Welcome to Drunk Sports Radio. I'm joined today with Adrian again. We're talking the Sweet 16. We've made it through the first two rounds of the tournament. We are down to 16 teams left. Adrian, what are your thoughts on the uh, first two rounds? Well, my first thoughts are, uh, (coughs) sorry, I'm just so much chalk I'm coughing up here. Uh, Look, it was... Sadly, I mean the first two the first two rounds, the first first weekend, it was very exciting to watch it. I watched so much basketball as I'm sure a lot of our listeners did. But at the end of the day, it was pretty much business as normal, business as usual. Um I was even talking to, you know, one of our uh recurring guests, Andrew, that comes on here and uh I was like, Yeah, you usually it's usually how it works out. Um, you know, you'll get like a surprise 12 or 13 seed coming in there. And as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, wait, Oregon just won. So, like, literally, there's your one, you know, uh, your your one Cinderella story. But uh, are is Oregon going to gonna advance or do anything? I would say <laughs> duck no. Duck no. Duck no. <laughs> Oh, Adrian with the early bad joke. So right, that's a duck. That's a duck no, and that was a coughing up chalk. So mm-hmm. the dad jokes are hot today. On fire. So yeah, they get Virginia in the sweet sixteen game. Um and then on the other side of that, uh Purdue plays Tennessee. I think Virginia kinda ends the Cinderella run for Oregon. I didn't I don't think Virginia's that good, but I just think that's... They're just better than Oregon. Yeah, That's all exactly. that comes down to. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. All right, and moving to the Midwest bracket, you got North Carolina and Auburn. Auburn, you know, the fifth seed, blew out well, Kansas. Well, we didn't, we didn't tap Tennessee and Purdue. Yeah, we I was, I was that saving that for later, yeah. So, But yeah, Auburn rolled over Kansas pretty... Let's take pretty, a minute and talk about this game. Because this is one of the more intriguing matchups of the Sweet 16 for me. Because North Carolina is good. They're probably better, uh, or they're probably assumed better, uh, in my opinion, because they're an ACC team. Oh, would, yeah. You know, the, I would say the almighty that, ACC. I mean, didn't they beat Duke twice with Zion missing both times? Yes. Okay. And then lost to him in the ACC championship yeah, game. I'm saying, I'm just saying maybe. North Carolina maybe is like a two seed. Now, I've also said I felt Auburn at the beginning was an undervalued five seed that they could have easily been a four, maybe even a three. So, if you put that math together, you're looking at a a possible two versus three matchup. And this one is really intriguing to me because, yes, Auburn played horrific in that first game. But now you're giving Bruce Pearl, who is really good at X's and O's, who... (laughs) You're giving him a week 
to prep for one game. And there is a lot that could just... And you could say this is their entire season, you know. This game is what it all comes down to, you know. A shot at the Elite Eight, bring Auburn back to, you know, a a greatness that they were with Charles Barkley and I remember 85. (laughs) So, yeah, Auburn gets a chance to, you know, kind of take, like, take the country by storm if they win this game and say, mm-hmm. you know, we're here, we're we're a f- basketball team again. Yeah. So So I could I'm not look, I imagine we'll probably do some predictions at the end of this. I'm going to take North Carolina, but at the end of uh what, Friday when they play, if Auburn is on top, I'm not going to be shocked. So yeah, I think I think Auburn wins this one. I'm gonna. I'm so gonna, you're going all in. I'm, I'm gonna say Auburn because the way they play, you know, they they play like North Carolina. You know, they like to run, gun, shoot threes. So it can Auburn be better at the game than North Carolina? Yeah, and it just and the shots are falling for Auburn. I mean, they they boat raced Kansas. I mean, I know it was only like 12 points at the end, but. I mean, oh. they were up big early. Don't get me started on fourteen Big, big 12 schools. 89-75, <laughs> yeah. So, and then looking at the bottom of that bracket, uh, Houston kind of, you know. Houston and Kentucky. Houston, they, they beat both Ohio teams, State. Yeah, and both then, teams have the same logo, by the way. <laughs> the, U, the, U, <laughs> the interlocking U and K and H. Yes, I, so, the battle of the, of the logos here. Yeah. Look, um... I'm not going to say – I'm not going to take anything away from Houston because they did beat Seton Hall, which beat Kentucky. They beat Ohio State. But Ohio State beat a big 12 school. Look, I said I'm not going to take anything away from Houston, but I just don't see where they really match up with the Kentucky team. I think it would be a close game. It's not going to be a 25-point blowout. But, look, Kentucky – you remember back when Kentucky was uh, supposed to go forty and zero, and they had a rough season. It was the year before they went thirty eight and one. Yeah, and they, and they had, got they had like ten State. losses. Yeah. yeah, and they got Wichita State in the second round. Right, which I wasn't believe, really fair for Wichita State. They kind of got screwed on that deal. Yes, well, I believe that this Walford game the other day for Kentucky was an equivalent to that. So I believe Walford was like a really – they were like the cream of the crop, mid-major. I mean, you get a seven seed as a mid-major yeah. program, that's a really good basketball team. And so I'm saying if Walford had played um, – let's name somebody that's – I mean, what if Walford had played Virginia? Yeah. I – I could see that. Yeah, I, I mean, see that beating. yeah, that's the thing. Well, well, did you see what Wofford's uh, Fletcher McGee was saying after the game? What did he say? He he was saying like, "Oh, well, I just had the worst game of my life. If I would have scored any, then we would have beat Kentucky pretty easily." And I'm like, "Dude, well." And then he compared their Kentucky's defense to like a mid-major, like SoCon, con like team. And I was like, dude, you do realize the fact that you were shut down means they were playing defense against you. They shut you yep. down. Like, you didn't just not score because you, like, were off. And he went 0 of 12. 
That's not like I wasn't getting my looks. I wasn't taking. I was just throwing up garbage. Twelve shots. Yeah, you took twelve shots. So you either took twelve terrible shots or you were off, and it was because the defense was disrupting you. Yeah, I mean, if I take twelve, if I played a one-on-one game with LeBron James and took twelve shots, I think I can get one to fall. One would fall. I would, you know, every blind squirrel finds a nut, right? Exactly. But um, also, Kentucky, though, I'm going to keep him on the radar because P.J. Washington was in the boot with the uh, sickest scooter I've ever seen. Rolling. They um, see me rolling. Have you heard any update on that yet? I have not, but I know Kenny Payne said he's going to play. He just didn't say when. So I'm glad you. I'm glad that was phrased that way, because um, who's the guy on CBS with Charles uh, Kenny Kenny the Kenny Jet? Smith? Yeah, he goes. Calipari makes a comment. He's like, "Well, you know, I'll see if he plays Saturday, uh, but he may get the. You know, we'll reevaluate. Maybe he gets the boot off uh, Tuesday or Wednesday." He's like, "Oh, he said it a couple times. He's like." Oh, Calipari, that's a Floridian slip. He's expecting him to win, expecting him to win, blah, blah, blah. And I like told him, I mentioned it to, uh, to my dad, and he's like, I heard that. And he's like, that wasn't a Floridian slip. He's like, what, is the guy supposed to keep the boot on for the rest of his life? Yeah. Like, he's going to get reevaluated, and maybe it'll come off Wednesday. Yeah. Win I mean, or lose, this cast will eventually come off. <laughs> exactly. That's such a, that's just like, <laughs> That's you know, poking the bear. That's trying to uh, find something. Trying to read the tea leaves. Yeah. That's the, the phrase they like to use. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, I don't... I, I I see him playing in the Elite Eight. I, I don't know that he plays in the Sweet 16 game against Houston. I just don't think he'll be ready. I'm going to go Give him say, an extra two, two days. I don't think they exactly need him against Houston. I, I just I I haven't watched Houston much. I didn't watch the game yesterday. But the, did you notice that Houston kind of got the raw deal on that because like Kentucky played the Thursday Saturday, and Houston had to play the Saturday, mon or the Friday Monday or Friday Sunday. Sorry, a lot of days of the <laughs> a lot week, of days yeah. of the week. All the days except for the one I needed. But, um, um, well, okay, so they get but, one less day, you know, playing versus and, Kentucky. And again, I'm not trying not trying to be. Bashful about did I say earlier Houston played Seton Hall, Walker played Seton Hall. Yeah. I don't okay, correction. Yeah. But facts are optional. Houston hadn't exactly worn it out against anybody. They played well, but they beat an eleven seed Ohio State Big Ten, which when I see double digit uh figures on a power five conference I just naturally assume, like, that's not a good school. We just put you in because you're going to draw something. You know, you see, um, what's a... I mean, a 15-loss, you know, Ohio State team. Yeah. Like, that's... Yeah, I don't, I don't see know. how they... I mean, we got beer goggles on Monday afternoon here, so... <laughs> but... <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, let's move on over to the West. Um Michigan, Michigan gets it done against Florida. You know, there you go, Florida. They were like an eight seed out of the SEC. Ten, They're, ten seed. Even more, my point. If you're just a big, if you're in a big conference, but you get like a 10, 11 seed, are you really that good? Um, we've made it known that we are Kentucky fans, and 
I just have to say, I know you're supposed to pull for the conference and SEC and support the conference and everything, but it doesn't feel good seeing Florida lose. Yeah, I didn't really. <laughs> that didn't bother me. And I thought I thought Tennessee was going to go down. I was I thought they for oh. sure they were going to blow that 25 point loss. Oh, or we're lead. We're going to get into that. Yeah, I want I want to go into that one in depth like you did. Um, so Michigan, Texas Tech, not seeing really. This is like. This is like a consolation prize. Um, I think I think Michigan wins this one just because I mean they've they've had the same team you know for a couple of years they kind of play together yeah you know they that's a Final Four team from yeah a couple of years ago yeah well I think they make the Final Four again this year I think that's what's gonna happen I think they knock off Texas Tech and then I think they win against Gonzaga yeah I was um, actually gonna take Florida State in that see. I that game can be either way for me, but I think Gonzaga just having the week pre- to prepare for Florida State is going to give them the advantage, you know, and then they're just going to yeah they're going to get the win there, and then uh, then they're going to catch Michigan, you know, without with only getting a day to prep for them, and just their style, I think, just gets Gonzaga in that next round. I could totally see the West being just. Uh, you just showed up. All right, come on in. <laughs> but, but it's not really like we're we're really good and we can we can do it all or whatever. Now watch Nash Champion will come out of the West bracket and we'll just look like idiots. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I I feel I think we agree on Michigan. I think we both agree that Florida State Gonzaga could just be a coin flip and. Probably take Michigan out of that yeah. whole round. So nothing exciting out west. Um, but the big story out of the east. Oh man, <sighs> should it have been a charge? Those LSU Tigers. Oh wait, was that no? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, there no, was just yeah. A let's let's feeling... let's do the LSU Michigan State first. Yeah, let's just clean up house, get so, that out of the way. Yeah, LSU gets the win over Maryland. Not Michigan State gets gets the win, you know, out of that section. I had Maryland coming out of there. I don't know why. I hadn't watched them play. I just blindly picked my bracket. Something about LSU. I just didn't think LSU would be able to put it together after losing their coach and, like, all the turmoil. I thought for sure they'd go out early. But hey, they've come together. You got to give it to them. They um, they figured it out, and they're they're playing like they got nothing to lose. Because, which, I mean, I'm whatever they win, take, don't they? Aren't they probably going to lose it? <laughs> yeah, I'm tempted to take LSU, but I think Izzo will week just with Michigan State. They haven't looked very good, and forget the storyline of like Duke, Michigan State. Michigan State's the only team that can take them out because. If you look at it, Izzo all time versus Shevsky's like one in ten. So I write that off immediately. Um, so I just I would say just you know cheer for a good game and hope both teams have fun with Michigan State LSU. But go Tigers! Yeah, I'd say I'd root for the uh, SEC in that one just because I'm not a big Michigan State fan and they haven't shown me anything all year. I mean they they have they lost to Indiana been, twice. They have not been impressive. Yeah. And they are the team, them in Michigan are the ones that I was really barking about because they won the Big Ten tournament on Sunday afternoon 
And then it was like, the selection committee will announce this in 24 minutes. I'm like, okay, they're sitting in a room in Indianapolis right now with 24 minutes to go going, we can do this. That's, it's bogus. And they just immediately put them in two seed. Yeah. Whatever. That's what, that, yeah, that's what so happens. So I believe that this is a tainted two seed. And I think, I've talked myself into it. LSU wins. There you go. All right. All right, and now to the most controversial game, controversial, versial game. One of them of the bracket, of the tournament so far. Mm-hmm. Duke UCF was that not a charge on Zion? Well, do we want to talk about the charge on Zion? Do we want to talk about the push on Barrett? Do the hook want... and hold that they didn't go to the monitor and look at on the other side. So Barrett pushes the guy in the back on one side. The other guy hook and holds hooks and holds. The guy on the other side. So, yeah. There's... It was... I mean, can Duke get more calls and more love from the NCAA? There was a fleeting moment. There was like 25 seconds left. Uh, It was was after the missed alley-oop, which I don't... Some people were saying they should have pulled it out. I don't agree with that. Take those points, because I've seen teams pull it out, and it be terrible. Pulling out doesn't always work. But uh, the with with Duke for a fleeting second, I thought Duke's gonna lose, and at that moment, I thought ah, ruined it. Yeah, and they come down, and you just you just knew. I mean, Zion with that play. And- <clears throat> well, the fact was like they played great defense. Taco's still in the game, and they played great defense. They force Zion to drive to the basket. You're up three. What do you, like, your basketball IQ, if you've ever played in your life, says don't foul. Just let him go. Lay it in. They get two max. And what does he do? He shoves off, creates the separation, and then Taco collapses and just smashes down, straight down. Which I know I'm biased, but still not completely convinced. It was a foul on Taco. Well, I'm just saying that if that's a foul, there's a lot of other ones that could have been. But that's I mean, just Zion Zion made a good move and you know created the contact, but you can't you can't go straight down like that. You can't bend your arms down and make mm-hmm. the contact. See, that's where he made the mistake. You get out of the way. You you let him lay it in. You let him rip the rim off if you have to, but you don't foul. That's what you don't do. Yeah. And you don't take take Taco out. Uh, that miss that miss shot that miss layup at the very end was heartbreaking. But there was oh my the gosh, play. was it like there was a lid on the basket or what? I mean, he misses the it like, just aligned perfectly. I mean, he missed the layup or the like jump shot, like bank shot. And I mean, like that shot usually goes in. And yeah. then the get the put back. I mean, when he put it back, he put it in softly, and it. I mean, it like it rolled across the top of the basket, it like there was a lid like on it. Me trying to putt, you know, <laughs> to make to make par, like it was terrible. Uh, there was, but that play I mean, Zion, just bad luck, bad luck. That, that play Zion had at that time in that game. That's just something you look at and you're like, "Yep, that'll be on the memory board for like a national title." It's but like, yeah, they they the evil empire. I mean, yeah, he puts it. He he drives to the basket. You're down. You're down three. He drives to the basket. No, it makes, was two. Huh? Was no, two. they were down three. He missed the free throw. Right, and they put it back, and it made them go up one. 
So they were down three. He makes the basket, gets the and one, misses the free throw. So they were down one. They get the rebound, put it back up and in, and they're up one. And then there's only eight seconds left. Yes. And then they drive to the midcourt line and call a timeout. And then set up the play, get a good look, jump shot, Two looks. missed, put back, missed. And it was like a lid was on the basket. There was just a collective sigh through but the, the you, universe of just like, oh. but yeah, why do you foul? That's what you don't do is foul. I do it just, they literally are the devil, the blue devils. Like I mean, they've, made, they've a, made a deal with the devil. Clearly. Coach K has made a deal with the devil. Uh, it's it's heartbreaking, but um, I don't know. I texted you earlier that the the path for Kentucky to win the national title, and I said Duke in in the in the national championship game. So maybe it's just setting up for a beautiful storyline. Oh, you know, we end Luke May's career. I just don't want Duke to make it to the championship game because I I won't even be able to watch the game. Yeah, you'll be hanging out at work with me. Just like, what's up, man? I can't, were, I can't do it. You doing night shift it. tonight? Uh, I'm just gonna hang out here, pocket beer. <laughs> yeah, just cracking open pocket beers. Yeah. All right. So, All right, so one depressing story to another. You want to talk about the Vols? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Look, well, they. I a little teaser. A little teaser. We got an interview with a Tennessee fan that I'm going to play for you guys after uh, we talk about this. So Yeah, let's set the story straight before the nonsense comes in. Yeah. Uh, I turned it on. Tennessee's up 29. I'm like, all right, that's over. And I'm going to a baseball game. So I'm like, all right, I'm head out. I'm checking the score. I'm like, man, this game's kind of close, whatever. Right before this baseball game's about to start, we don't even have tickets for this game. I'm like, let's just go in this bar and watch this. They tie it up at 71. Funny little story. At tied at 71, uh, Tennessee takes a three at the end of the end of the regulation, and they miss it going to overtime. You know, <clears throat> uh, Tennessee fan, uh, I nicknamed him uh, Timmy Tennessee, which is ironic because the caller is named Tim. I didn't even plan that, actually. <laughs> but uh, I was like, you know, he's out there, Mom, would he be taking a three? That's the best play you could draw up, blah, blah, blah. I look at my buddy. I was like, that was Admiral Schofield that took that three. Like, that's who you want taking that shot. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Admiral, he, I guess, would just felt like he was ice cold. So he God, took himself did you hear out. His interview afterwards? He took himself out of the game. I mean, I just can't imagine a competitor saying, I, no, play somebody else. And then he was like, I'm a winner. He fouled out in overtime. He didn't foul out. Or something. He, he didn't play. I just, like, man, what game did you watch? None of you that blew, made sense. You almost choked away a 25-point lead and then and then had to take yourself out of the game. I it mean, was so unbelievable that we were sitting beside people at the baseball game. They didn't even know that Iowa had come back. We were like, game went to overtime. They're like, what? Yeah. They were up by 25. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why we're late. <laughs> that, I mean, it was a crazy game, and I—I I mean, Tennessee almost covered in overtime. They were—they uh, were a seven-point favorite, and they won by six. But but I will say, something about this Purdue team that they—I'm—I'm I'm predicting. I'm—I'm I'm calling Purdue on that one. Yeah, I, I think, think I have to agree with you there. There's something about this team that just looks like 
Like, honestly, I could at this moment see Purdue going to the Final Four. That's funny you should say that because I actually have Purdue in my Final Four on one of my brackets. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of like made it just, you know, messing around. And then all of a sudden, here I am and I'm looking at it and I'm like, how is that even possible? Apparently, there's still like one perfect bracket in the world or something. But (sighs) at the same time, this isn't that bizarre of a bracket this year. Yeah, that's what I said. Like when we were talking about it earlier, it's kind of weird because you look at the games and you're just like, well, I mean, that team should win. That team should win. That team should win. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had Ohio State beat oh, Iowa State, but that's not atypical. So that, that that one is like foreseeable. Yeah, and then I mean, the UC Irvine, I guess, was the most uh, exciting interesting against who was that? Kansas State. Um, yeah, but again, I go back to the Big Twelve. See, I think I messed up putting like too many upsets. You know, thinking like you know those. 12s were going to upset the fives or the 13s and fours mm-hmm. and like looking for those you know um upsets i mean liberty upset mississippi state i actually picked all right well in this one i picked that one i thought they were a decent team um you know yeah. i've actually this year i can't remember if i did it last year but this year i actually didn't even make out a bracket and it's been amazing. This year? Yeah, because I've just been watching the games. Instead of like pulling from my bracket, I'm just like, Enjoying this the- is a great game. And you know, like I don't have any social medias either. And it's just funny how like if you eliminate this one aspect of it, like all this other stuff just becomes awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. I only did one with a few friends, and then I did one for the uh, bar in Mount Juliet just to try to win some free stuff. Oof. Bar Mount Julie, there shout was, out. There was only like 10 people that were in it. They sponsoring us yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Goat. Go check it out. It's, uh, hey. it's a good time. They got volleyball courts and, uh, yeah, and hey, expensive, hey. Whoa, whoa. expensive beers. Let's just wait till the paycheck gets here before we start <laughs> bragging too you might, much. You might see uh, my former roommate there. He basically lives there. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, he does live at the apartments behind it, but he also like stays so much at the bar that... Uh, You'll probably see him. <laughs> he literally got an apartment at the bar. He had to get an apartment at the bar so that he could, uh, you know, um, make it easier. All right. You ready to do the uh, interview with uh, an actual Timmy Tennessee? Yeah. Let's go ahead and play uh, my 10-minute interview with uh, Tim from Tennessee. And we'll come back right after. All right. Now we're joined here with uh, Tennessee Tim. Tim, how's it going, man? You doing good? Go <laughs> Yeah, we're doing all right. It's Monday, you know. I mean, how how good can you be doing on a Monday? Well, we're doing about as good as you can because the ball was won yesterday on Sunday. Sunday to Monday, that's one day. It's the next day. We're feeling like winners right now. That's about all I have to say. Well, y'all got a big win. You blew kind of a a big lead against Iowa to let them back in the game then had to go to overtime. So TV money, Josh. It's all about the TV money. We're it's a it's a performance. These guys are performers. They're out there performing, and we like we like it like that. We like we we just like a good show. Entertaining game as long as you win, right? I'm telling you, the blood pressure prescription companies out there, they're loving it. All the ball fans had to take two blood pressure medicines every time balls get out there on the court. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, that's it's got to be a stressful game. I mean. Yeah, coming off that loss to Auburn, I didn't know how far Tennessee would make it into the tournament. They were into the Sweet 16 oh, for the first time since uh-huh. uh, 14. But, you know, they they got it done. 
So, you, uh, how do you feel about Schofield sitting out that overtime? I mean, that was kind of a strange scenario. Yeah, well, it's one of those things where I would have liked to have seen him on the on the court uh, just as much as any other UT fan because he's a playmaker. You know, he's he's one of our he's one of our strong playmakers. But th- this this team they they got a lot of they got a lot of chemistry. And if you watch them as they play, when they got hot in the beginning of the game, the the team they communicated with each other and they're they're mature enough athletes where they knew when they were cold and they knew when when the other player was hot. You know, uh Turner got hot for a little bit, Alexander got hot for a little bit, and and the the boys knew that. They got them the ball when they needed the ball when they were feeling it. And I think that's what gave us the big run. And then Unfortunately, everybody got cold. They got the shivering out there. I don't know what happened. They, hell, they just got nervous about beating the the Vegas the Vegas lines. I get. I don't. I don't know. But but they had to bring it back down and and make it a game. You know that TV money. I guess is what happened. Well, they came close to covering that spread in overtime. It was six, uh, seven, I think, and they they won by six. So they got pretty close to the line, but. Just yeah, didn't they, quite they blew cover. Out that over though. Did they? Well, yeah. I mean, most of the time, um, <laughs> yeah, in an overtime game, they. I'll tell you this: How in the hell? How in the hell does a team they they didn't lead? They never led the entire freaking game, and yet and yet overtime, huh? Now, how about how about that stat for you? Well. I mean, Iowa could have won that game in regulation. Oh, they should have won it. If they, they won it. you know, if see, they called a uh, an offensive foul on Iowa, and it's the same move Grant Williams uses all the time, where he he fakes baseline, and then spins like does a double fake. He fakes baseline, fakes back inside, and then hooks with his left arm, and then drives, you know, for the for the up and under reverse layup. And yeah, they, Grant Williams does it better though. Well, yeah, he doesn't get called for a foul. (laughs) It works when you don't get called for a foul. So, I mean, I've never seen him call that in any uh, other games. Yeah, now, if you want to talk about some some, uh, uh, calls, bad calls, let's talk about the – the foul on the, the three-point shot. That, yeah, the, on the three, on the three. That was, now that was a big swing. Well, that was a big point yeah, the right one there because because you know we would have gotten the ball down on our court and just dunked the shot of it, and well, then the crowd would have erupted, and then it would just we would have just finished the game right then. Yeah, I mean he knocked down the three three free throws, but then he come uh, he comes back and Lamonte Turner hits a big three to you know kind of make up that you know three points. So. It didn't hurt you too bad, but yeah, like you said, it probably would have helped to get the dunk on the other end and kind of get some momentum back in the game. Oh, totally, totally would have helped, but we pulled it out without it, so so it worked. But that was the cleanest. That was one that that was probably the best. That was probably the best block of the whole game. Yeah, the ref, the ref kind of came across and like wanted to call it. I think he just was like had his whistle in his mouth and like breathed a little too hard and it. And it whistled, so he had to call something. <laughs> I think uh, I think that's what happened there. I mean, just in my opinion. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Vegas called in. Said, yeah, I heard said, the, the B-dubs uh, button. Somebody said, oh, yeah. Yeah, the B-dubs button. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> they buzzed B-dubs. in. I haven't thought about B-dubs in a long time. Last time I went there, 
thing chicken tastes like cardboard. Yeah, cardboard I think with some buffalo sauce. Well, I think I thought, uh, yeah. Arby's bought I it from them, back. so it might have been. It might be getting better. I don't know. But they always tried to like nickel and dime you. That's what I always hated about B Dubs. They oh yeah, you want ranch? That's seventy five cents. You want uh, extra sauce? That's seventy five cents. Uh, oh, you want your beer cold? That'll be an extra dollar. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, we don't know how to do that. Beer cold? Yeah, we can't do that. That's, you're going to have to go oh, somewhere else for that. Oh, you expected your food to be hot. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to go somewhere else for that one. Yeah. Uh, Hooters is right across the street, and uh, that's where you'll find me. Uh, is that where you're headed right now? No. Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not on a Monday. That's that's uh, one that's the new Thursday. Uh, what Monday's the new Thursday? That's what I'm. I'm just making something up, so you know. Uh, I don't know. We'll start a movement. We'll turn Mondays into Thursdays. You party on Mondays now. If, if I had your kind of, if I had your kind of money, every day'd be Thursday or Friday. Oh, sh- It'd all be the weekend. Ah oh, shit! Don't start that. If I had your money, big I'd radio, burn mine. Big radio star. <laughs> All uh, 150 downloads. That's right. Hey, I mean, you got to spread the word. You got to spread the word in Knoxville. 150 more than more than we got. Well, hey, spread the word in Knoxville. Maybe we can get up to you know 200. (laughs) Oh, that'd be that'd be bigly there. I I don't know what I'd I'd do. I'd be just world famous. But yeah, so are you uh, confident? Tennessee can make a run to the Final Four, or how are you feeling about this next game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty confident in the boys. Pretty confident in them. They they needed a little bit of a wake up check, and I think I think they got all they needed, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna let it roll. I mean, Purdue's a pretty good team. You know, you know what I heard? I heard I heard boys are ready for Auburn. They said they said we want Auburn again. <sighs> And this time we're gonna show them what's up. They said, "Hey, so they they gonna be letting them make those four foot past the art three points like we saw last week from them." Nah, hell no. They're gonna get all blocked. That's what it, them boys are fired up right now. I'm telling you. Well, I, I me personally, I'm not a Tennessee fan, so yeah, obviously. I mean, I, mean, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. You got your own grudges because we set y'all asses out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we we hung hey, around. Know, I'm, and, glad, uh, I'm glad we. I'm really glad we beat y'all last week because that just opened up a ton of tickets down there for us to buy. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably got tickets <laughs> super cheap after all the Kentucky fans left for that championship yeah, game. Yeah. It was I probably the least hotel. attended. I was, like, I was like, oh, you got tickets. Oh, it was probably tickets. Yeah, it was probably the least attended uh, SEC championship game in the past five years since the last time Kentucky wasn't in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know about all that. I think you just pulled that one out of your butt. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I. somebody told me that they were like, yeah, the most expensive ticket to this game is $1,000. It was a Tennessee fan. I was like, well, that's pretty cheap for an SEC championship game. And and they kind of looked at me weird, but I was like, yeah, you know, people will pay $2,000 for a ticket to see Kentucky play. Shoot. Hey, now I'll tell you what, what's messed up is uh, talking about tickets. The, the season ticket holders, you they, they can only get two seats. They can only get two seats for uh, for the NCAA tournament. Do you know that? For the NCAA or the SEC tournament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. For NC for the NCAA tournament. 
had only allowed them to purchase two tickets. And then now that we're in the Sweet 16, they're allowed four tickets, which is a little bit better. But that's still, you know. Oh, yeah, I guess there's just hell, more when games somebody, in when those somebody's sessions. somebody's got eight seats over here at Thompson Bowling Arena, what, what, what the hell good is two tickets going to do? You still got six other. Well, hell, you know, eight tickets in, in Thompson Bowling are like, what, $200 for the whole season? Huh? I said so, two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they give them away. That's, I, I, that's what I was thinking. They I mean, give, they give you two hundred dollars for fuel money to make it to the game. That's what I was thinking. I mean, oh no, no, oh, no, no. I'm sorry. That's that's for the lady balls. I got I got confused. Yeah. Well, hell, the lady balls are probably more expensive than the men's. Well, not anymore, but they used to be. Yeah, I'm on that fire holly train. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know they, they even had a men's basketball team about five years ago. People told me that no, they, nobody in Knoxville cared about basketball. That's... We didn't until our football team started sucking such big wiener that, like, hell, we just had to become a basketball team, you know, <laughs> basketball school. That's what we are now. Well, you made it to the Sweet 16, so congratulations on that. You got anything else for me before we let you go? No, hell, I don't know. Go Vols! I mean, we're gonna we're going we're going. I mean, we're going. Come on, Auburn! Come on, Auburn! Bring them on! <laughs> Bring them back to us! All right. Well, uh, I've always heard. I've always heard it's hard to beat the same team three times in a row. Well, that's the thing. If y'all get to play Kentucky in the uh, Final Four, what are y'all gonna do there? Because that'd be th- yeah, yeah. We gonna beat that ass. That's what we're gonna, <laughs> we gonna do there. We'll have PJ we, back. We ain't worried about Kentucky. We'll have PJ back. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that was Tim from Tennessee. All right. Now we're back uh, in the studio, Adrian. That was a pretty good interview with Tim. Appreciate him coming on and talking with us. Thanks, Tim. Hope you're really sad next week. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, let's let's move on and talk a little bit more about the Kentucky uh, matchup with Houston and maybe like about the Wofford game. I, I. I think they that was a couple of games that they're just trying to get the you know get through them, get them done, mm-hmm. and then move on. See that's that's kind of haunted us in the past, where we we get trapped into those games and we kind of play down to our competition and they just sneak up on you and, and yeah. surprise you. Yeah, uh, I mean, like we were saying, this this Wofford team was on a mission, much like that Wichita State team a couple years ago, and Kentucky just had this like. Almost lackadaisical, like, let's just go on and get on the plane. They couldn't shoot. They're, I mean, they were missing everything. They weren't, like, precise, like, squaring up, you know, form shooting. They almost were kind of like, like eh, throw it up, like, whatever. In a way, that's almost kind of how Duke played against UCF. It, it's almost, just bear with me, walk down this road with me. It's almost like both of those teams know we're Duke. We're playing Kentucky win national or to play for the national title. We're Kentucky. We're playing Duke for the national title. Like, oh yeah, you do want us to win five other games before we do that. All right, and it's like almost both teams had that vibe of like, let's just do it now. Let's just go. Like we're ready to play. Yeah, exactly. I I know Kentucky's probably going to be uh, pretty hyped for uh, for that game if they were to make it. But you know, let's let's concentrate on the Sweet Sixteen and Houston. And having a week to prepare for them, five, so five. It's not jamma. Yeah, it's not five slamma jamma, but it's a good team. It's a so. good team. They'll be excited. Uh, this is another game 
that this is another game that Kentucky, um, Houston may come out kind of, kind of hot, kind of excited. Yeah. And I just so you got to sustain that first wave, and if you if you sustain the first wave that hits you, and you're you know down one or up one, you know, and then you can then you can kind of take over and kind of impose your will on a lesser talented team, and then. Get get it some separation. That's what killed us in the Wofford game. We got like a ten point lead, and then we just kind of slugged around and didn't really push the tempo mm-hmm. and just dribble it out at the top. And then you get down to ten, less than ten seconds in the shot clock, and you're like, and, and why you're don't like, we rush down the court to pass the ball five or six times? Is beyond me. Uh, and that weave, they run that weave and careful. Uh, we got oh Tyler's riding, not here. So. Riding the pine podcast, Tyler will Tyler will cut you if I, you talk about history. You have to weave. move the defense. Well, if the defense isn't moving, then why are you running the weave? <laughs> I mean, it it's pointless. It's not practical. And I mean, they run it with no purpose. So, like you know, if you're gonna run the weave, you have to find a lane to either pass it to or shoot. So if you just run the weave like a you know the three man weave in practice where there's no defenders and you just pass it and you go behind the guy that you pass it to and make yeah. a layup like that's what they look like they're doing out there. There's no purpose to it. Yeah. So it just drives me insane. But look, I think it'll be I think it'll be a ball game, relatively close. You know, maybe the Cats win by eight points. Um, That'd be a good win, just to get. Yeah, but I'm saying like it's not going to be a cakewalk by any means. But I think stretched out. I think the Cats win. I've said that we we're fine until I've been saying all along we're going to play North Carolina on Sunday, and that's when like we need to get up, get ready. That's the game that's been that's big, and then the the times came out. I think last night. Lo and behold. We played North Carolina on Sunday. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, that's just going to be... Oh, isn't this like the best but most agonizing time of the year? Does Cal... Cal never really loses in the same round every year, right? So, I mean, we lost in the Sweet 16 last year, so he can't lose in the Sweet 16 this year. And the year before that, we lost in the Elite Eight. So... I mean, we got to win it all at that we point. Got, I mean, we're due to at least make it to the Final Four. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kentucky's playing Duke. Dougie's They're chalking it. it up. I'm hoping Duke loses. We were so close well, to, yeah. to our prediction that... You always want Duke and all those teams to lose. Um, I mean, little known fact, but all but one team will lose this tournament. Is that right? These uh, how many teams are going to win this next round, the Sweet Sixteen game? You know, I'm thinking roughly eight. Oh gosh, man, that's just, that sounds right. That's that. a it's a lot. Man, that's a lot of teams left. So, uh, and then who wins? By how many this teams? Time next week, we will know. Uh, there will be four teams. We'll call them the Final Four. Oh, the Final Four. I like that. That's yep. has anybody uh, coined that term? Uh, I've been in talks with TBS and True TV. Uh, we're working something out with Drunk Sports Radio. Yeah, that's you need to uh, market that and uh, I will say for a moment it. that I appreciate the Final Four itself being advertised for what it is is such a weird 
mark of success because it's you don't have the national champion like the Super Bowl is like the final two teams. You made it to the Super Bowl. You but this one you got the final four. But then so like you've still got three teams that'll fail at that point. Well, but, but they you've won also their... got the mid majors who have this out you know, this amazing run, say like a say UNBC last year had made it to the sweet sixteen. Like that's an amazing thing. A, a sixteen seed just made it to the sweet sixteen. Oh my goodness. But it's not marketed. It's like sweet sixteen, eh, whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, you can win two games, but getting to the final four, I think, is is an accomplishment. You know, like I'm not saying it's not. It's I'm like just saying it's, it's like winning, you know, the Cotton Bowl or like the the Rose Bowl or the Peach Bowl. You know, like it's it's that second tier. I did a comparison one time on all that that compared what level of round would be equal to said bowl game. I'll have to go back and, and find that. But it was a very – it was an interesting tidbit that almost uh, – you've got your, your – obviously your final four now in college football. Yeah, so. But you're looking like New Year's six is equivalent to like the Elite Eight. But, you know, Kentucky winning the Citrus Bowl, I mean, that's a huge feat for them to that's come – That's like a Sweet 16. I mean, that's – no, that's like a Final Four, in my opinion. Four – like for you know Loyola Chicago last year, of course they've won a national title in basketball, so it wasn't you know uh-huh. as exciting. But no, I'm saying it was more. It was to make it to the Final Four is the equivalent, in my opinion, to like winning a big time bowl game. Yeah. Um, well, the, the for the mark of success, it wasn't just the team either. It was the. Um, it was like you have four remaining teams in football, four basketball teams. So that's pretty like yeah, right through the board. Yeah, and so it kind well, of, it's just easier for football to you know you you've got twelve games, you win your twelve games, you know you play your conference championship and you're in the playoff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got four teams that you know pretty much the whole season is going to be in that final four. So, and I love how people are always like, "Man, I just wish football season was longer. Want more football? Why? We're just watching <laughs> Alabama win more." Well, Clemson, Alabama, and Clemson, Alabama and Clemson. Yes, uh, yeah. Like so, you're just watching. You're just dragging this out longer. But like Loyola Chicago, you know, they make a Final Four on a run at the end of the season where it's like so unpredictable. Whereas football, you know who's going to be in the Final Four, like. How many bowl games? We're at what forty? Yeah, I mean you have your bowl like, games now. I mean there's so many, but you got your like top tier. You know, what's the what is it? The uh, New Year's Six. So you've got the New Year's Six bowls. Then you got the next tier. So yeah, it's just in my opinion, it's a little different because football you have to like sustain success for so many years before you even get considered you know, for the Final Four. Very true. Whereas you can go on a run in basketball and get to the Final Four. UCF is still waiting for that call. My they, defending national they, champion. Well, they, I, I got a, uh, I, I retweeted a tweet, and it was, uh, it, it was pretty funny. Um, oh, gosh. Let's see here. Um, got to find the, find the tweet, say something. Um, you're say something. I'm breaking up with you. 
That was mm-hmm. a dog sneeze. Yeah, he's been sneezing like crazy. Allergies. It's oh, that time of the year. It. Dang it. Where did it go? Remember, get your allergies Oh, fixed. yeah. Fuck it. Hang the championship banners and throw a parade anyway at UCF Knights. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That is solid right there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's my favorite tweet of all time. That's that's the best. Man. Mm-hmm. So uh for this being uh fairly it was it was exciting as it always is, but it's again fairly chalk as it always is. So uh now we just go back to regular life until Thursday. Yeah. Like, this is weird. I know. It's kind of like boring, but you know what? We'll be back next That's week. That's why we make podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back next week to talk uh, the Final Four. We'll be back to talk about the Cats' 19th be, trip to the Final Four. There will be four teams left after next week. And you know, eight will win on, uh, what, Thursday and Friday? Or is it Friday and Saturday? Both of them. <laughs> You got two rounds. Yeah. So yeah, you eight do. will win. A and week then four from today, Monday, we will know. We will know how many teams have won. <laughs> and we'll see. No, if we Adrian... know how many teams have won. I'm joking. Which I'm teams? Gi- I'm, gi- I'm oh, giving man. you a hard time because we were counting the number of teams that would win. Right. All right. Well, next week we'll do Josh Does Calendar Days of the Week. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this has been Drunk Sports Radio with uh, Adrian and Josh. Have a good week, and uh, we'll see you next time. trying to become something, give a house to that one woman, the reason everyone's bumping. Riding Paseo, not in the day, though. Cherish the day, but then roll up when the day go. Riding away, oh, pain and sorrow. Live for today, cause you may not see tomorrow. Riding Paseo, not in the day, though. Cherish the day, but then roll up when the day go Riding away, oh, pain and sorrow Look for today, cause you may not see tomorrow Let's take a journey